You know, they call it the hump day because we're in the middle of the week. My name's Stuart Brisgell. That's David Solomon. Have you ever wondered why there seems to be such double standards? I don't know. Is it Republican? In politics? Is it Democrat? No. In, in, in politics. You know, so this is the Rand Network, and we bring you an unfiltered conversation on a wide range of topics. And this podcast is uh, dedicated for expressing opinions, thoughts, ideas, and hear from a variety of perspectives. Uh, join us as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, and so much more from rants about absurdity of modern life and deeper issues, issues affecting society. Sit back, relax. We got you covered at the Rant Network. And, and where I was going with this until I was rudely interrupted was, you know, double standards. You know, I remember back a year ago, two, was it almost three years ago, when I said in February, Russia declared war on the United States. Two years ago. What? Over two years ago. Yeah, over two years. And, and, and here we are two years later, and I don't hear anyone demanding for a ceasefire in Russia. I don't hear United Nations demanding a ceasefire from Russia. I don't hear United Nations demanding China and Iran stop providing arms to Russia and demanding a ceasefire. But in the only democratic country in the Middle East, I hear nothing but demand, capitulate, and you're wrong and you got to do what I want from not only the United States – but from almost every single Western country. Is there a reason, David, why, and you're the history buff, everyone seems to be utterly silent when it comes to anything other than Israel. And, and if there is silence about Israel, right, is it because if you're not for a democratic society, you're against it? And if you're for free government or you're against it, I'm confused, David. Can you help me? Well, really, look, the reality is you're not confused. Hmm. You're just a little, you know, aware of something that's called hypocrisy. And the hypocrisy here is how the world treats different groups of people. Let's start from the very beginning here, Stuart. Watch the news. Can anybody tell me where South America is? Where Africa is? Hmm. Australia, Asia, you know why they can't find these countries? Is because the media focuses on only certain number of countries. Western countries like the United States will get all the attention. Even Canada hardly gets the attention unless they do something stupid. <laughs> UK, France, Germany, they get the attention, but not other countries. Japan will get an attention when there's an earthquake, but not when there are other things going on. Because it doesn't interest the media, and the media wants to, to wants to, you know, put out there the stuff that would interest their viewers, their readers, their listeners, and the politicians are just carrying that forward. Stuart, today is day day seven hundred and thirty five of the Russia Ukraine war. We've surpassed the two year mark, and in the two years, I remember when you asked the question, I vividly remember: Did Russia just declare war on the United States and the West? When it came up to wheat, when it came up to the chemical, when it came up to a whole stony nitrate. That's it. And I remember that. And we said at the time, where 
is the media to pick up on this story? Where are the politicians to freak out? And guess what? It didn't happen until weeks later. Weeks later, they woke up and went, oh, wow, there is a problem here. Stuart, 735 days later, huh? the, death, the death is un unbelievable how many how many deaths there are it's unimaginable how much money has been spent on this war it's unbelievable that the united states uk france at the beginning supported zelensky we're going to we're going to beat these ruskies we're going to and the second Putin saw that the heat was on and he was losing the war and he needed a better way of you know moving things along. All of a sudden, October 7th, 2023 occurs, and now he has no media attention whatsoever, hardly any political attention. Now, yes, the United States is fighting and there's a whole political battle, right? Joe Biden wants money to go to Ukraine, but it's tied into Israel. Republicans want it tied into the border, and, and this is the political game that occurs. But to your point, look at all the attention. Even this morning, as I woke up to listen to the global news, yes, there, there is this forced attempt to put a ceasefire in place by politicians. The media has been trying to clamor for it. It's in an incredible coalition of haters trying to force Israel one more time, 10 years later. I mean, this happened in 2014. Same thing. Forcing, pressuring Israel to take a, a ceasefire because the, the politicians in their own countries, and we've talked about this in previous rant story, can't take the heat from within their own party. Please see Joe Biden in Michigan. Joe Biden in Michigan can't handle the heat. Rashida Tlaib has threatened him. Very culturally appropriate for Rashida Tlaib because that's how the Palestinians have been from day one. And yes, call me a racist, but there has never been a, where's the olive branch? There's no olive branch. It's always threats. And this Rashida Tlaib and the Arab Michigan coalition has, when the Democrats have said, we're not going to vote for you and we're going to make sure you never get back in power. Threat, 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 threat. Lovely. But where's the movement for the Ukrainian people who've suffered extraordinary death? loss, their economy is decimated, the people have been displaced, millions of Ukrainians have been displaced. Don't hear anything. But the world is only interested for this tiny population and they believe that they are the oppressed and they deserve more attention but everybody else in the world can go screw themselves. Stuart, in a word, hate. You know, what, what I find super amazing still to this day why does the United States think it can deliver peace in the Middle East after decade after decade of failed policy? In fact, the only policy that – there's actually two policies that theoretically worked. That was Egyptian Sadat, which kind of caught calm in the Egyptian border and an end to, 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 to a plethora of wars and battles. And the Abraham Accords. Other well, we, also than, Jordan, we also had Jordan with King Hussein. Well, Jordan, Jordan, yeah, but that was the same treaty that with uh, Sadat. Sadat. No, 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 no. It was post-Oslo Accords where 
once Israel signed the Oslo Accords with the Palestinians, King Hussein was able to then sign a peace treaty with Israel. That was many years later. Moving on. Got it. So so here we are back to reality, and you have an invertebrate president who doesn't seem to want to accept the fact that there's no peace in the Middle East with a terrorist organization. And, And they keep trying to make peace in this fashion. And I just don't understand why. I don't get it. What did I miss, David? Well, you didn't miss anything because it's actually kind of funny because my wife and I are doing an audio book of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, biography. Um, And we just got to 2014, the last time Hamas fired massives around rockets in Israel to go in and clean up shop. And if I didn't know that was 2014, that was 2024. You have the State Department wanting to force Israel into a bad arrangement, believing, listen, there's a belief that Israel is the obstacle to peace. That if only Israel would just give in exactly as the State Department wants, there'd be peace in the Middle East, and that president would get a Nobel Peace Prize. But they forgot what happened with Bill Clinton. When Bill Clinton saw with his own eyes, heard with his own ears, Prime Minister Hud Barak at the time offered Yasser Arafat everything he wanted, including 97% of of East Jerusalem, everything he wanted and more. And Arafat said no. Heard it with his own ears. He talks about it in his speeches. He's the one who stands up and says you can't trust them. And the State Department believes that that's wrong, that Israel is always the obstacle to peace. Well, there's, like I said, there's only either they're stupid as hell or they're haters. Which do you want? You know, David, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I really uh, no, it, it, the fact is, is that this is not naivete at this point. There's a real belief. And it goes on from generation to generation in the State Department and in the administration. It's Look, look, Jimmy Carter said, look, I proved it. Land for peace. If Israel gives up what I tell them to, there's peace in the Middle East. He saw that with Egypt. Because what did Israel do? They gave back Sinai. They gave back, you know, uh, other land. And look what happened. We got peace. But that's a fl- that's one-time thing. There is no pe- – there you had a government. You said Sadat. You had a legitimate government in Anwar Sadat. Who took, by the way, a risk? He said himself, the moment he signed the peace treaty with Israel, he said, "I'm a dead man." But people don't know, don't care about that. And the belief is that Israel is always the obstacle to peace. Yeah, She's yeah. the one in the way. You know, you know. Do you remember hearing about the massacre in uh, Syria? The three hundred thousand who were who were who were, who were uh, gassed. Yeah. Did you hear about the massacre in Jordan? Stuart, there, I've heard all these stories, but no one cares because but, it doesn't involve Jews. Right. Sorry, right let's be real. But, right. But again, here we are trying to talk about, you know, this, this, this moral, I guess, issue between understanding I don't remember that pain. I only remember this pain. No, it's and, not about pain. It's about, it's no, no, it, it's not pain. I, I don't I, I hear what you're saying, but this is it's not about pain. Really, what this is about is 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 simply put hate. 
because there's no other way to explain it. Because if you're going to tell me that you care for your Palestinian brothers and sisters, you're 100% right. Why aren't you protesting in front of the Egyptian consulate and, and, and embassies right now yeah. for the massive wall that was built? Oh. Okay, the denial, the denial of letting them out, Jordan, nothing. It's the reverse. Okay, if you want to explain to me why these 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 protesters, these lefty protesters, are standing up and saying, you know, using words like apartheid and genocide and causing disruption and whatever, it's only one reason. It's hate. Okay, because there's no interest here. There is no interest because this. Let me tell you something. It, it, the Palestinians are a few million people. Okay, what about the one like I don't know, hundreds of millions of Africans? Starving, whatever. You know, Stuart, you and I are old enough to remember Live Aid in 1985. Oh, yeah. Right? When Bob Geldof wanted to bring the world's attention to Ethiopia, right? And yep. that became a movement. And everybody had to get in there. Well, here we are 40 years later. Does anybody really care about what's going on in Africa? No. There's nothing. Okay? So here we are. It's all about, you know, a movement. It's all about an emotion. It's all about a cause. And the cause is, is the, what, what unites all of these people. Because we've talked about this. There's, you know, gays for Palestine and all these things we've talked about. It's only hate. It's only hate. There's no other reason why. And that's why when we go back to what, why is it that they're ignoring Ukraine and Russia? Is, who, who are you hating there? I, I just want to leave, leave with this. And, and again, David, you're old enough to barely remember, like I, Beirut, which was an oasis in the Middle East. Yep. Was it destroyed by who? Oh, Stuart, that was a whole civil war. That was ridiculous. Uh, yep. Yep. But, but, but anyway, Stuart, the point is, is it doesn't matter because everyone forgets, David. It's not that people forget. People do forget. But what they don't forget is we always blame the Jew. Ah. On that, David, I'm ending it for today. Thank you for tuning and listening to this Rant Network. We hope you enjoyed and got something out of this conversation. We kind of went a little all over the place because it's really about a message. And this message is something we constantly like to give people that the media just seems to forget most of everything. So sit back, relax. Join us Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. Join us on social media. Catch us on our website and catch us on YouTube. Anything else, David? Uh, wishing everybody well. Take care. Take care.